Hey you, did you like, share, and follow? If not, go ahead and do that now for me. You can get this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Google, Amazon Music, or Pandora. And you can find your girl She Rambles on TikTok. Thanks so much for your listening ears and support. Like, share, and follow. Please. Thank you. Hey, 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 family. Happy Friday. It's your girl, She Rambles, with your final ramble of the week, giving you a little something-something to walk into the weekend with. Remembering the third eye chakra is the sixth chakra, divisible by two, three times. <laughs> it is the third eye chakra that we have been talking and tapping into where our wisdom and intuition is. It is the intuitive center, the glue that is between our higher selves and our conscious self. The seven-year period it governs is 36 to 42 years of age the color is indigo if we are blocked in this in this chakra we are disconnected from our intuition we're having sinus and vision and sleep issues anxiety depression mood swings but if we are truly tapped into this beautiful chakra we have um the quality of our experiences are heightened this because it is the doorway to the spiritual um our spiritual communication this is where you rise up, where you essentially awaken, where you are enlightened. Remember that we did tr- um, touch on some things, um, being that the third eye is the gateway to your spiritual awareness. You begin to trust yourself, you trust your intuition, and you have the ability to unite the mind, emotion, spiritual, physical to each other and to the world. You have a sense of calmness and honesty about you. Your imagination is deep and you have compassion for all. And in vice versa, you're tired, indecisive, lack of energy, procrastinating, and fearful. Which one would you choose? You know, I would want to walk around here trusting myself and just being in tune and just being calm. Just being calm. Remember that we did touch on um, some information from Melanie Black Beckler. And it was some ways to heal the third eye. And just to name a few, remember that you affirm yourself knowing that you are a divine being. And they try to tell you that if you talk to yourself, then you're crazy. Remember that they demonize everything so that they can keep you asleep. Okay. Now, say say it to yourself every day that I am a divine being and I am open to the wisdom that is within. And remember to talk to the divine within you. Ask, wait, and receive. Okay. Ask, wait, and receive to the divine that's within you. Make sure you stargaze. Look at the stars out there. Get you some yoga poses that stimulate that um, third eye chakra and do some visualization. You know, sit under the blue sky. Use the mantra M and just let go of competition. And try to sit in solitude or silence for five to ten minutes a day. Yes, silence is loud, but it's also right where you need to get the messages and downloads that you need. We move around in this chaotic world doing everybody's bidding all day long but we don't take time to handle our own business so this is where you would just tap into self at least five to ten minutes per day and as the more and more you do it the more and more you just sometimes you look up and it'll be 30 minutes an hour later you know um there is nothing more important than you okay so you always got to make sure that you put yourself in the forefront in a couple of minutes of silence so that you can get the proper messages and the calm that you need so you can sustain and roll through the next moments of the day should not be a problem and you should understand understand overstand that you are worth 
every bit of it. Now, five signs that your third eye is opening. Let's get on into it. Now, you'll notice more and you'll notice more and you'll have an understanding that is much deeper. You know, you're not on the surface. A lot of things that people think about is so surface and so just uh, mediocre. You know what I'm saying? It's like you'll 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 be sitting and then you could just get a sense of say you're on a subway train. We'll just use that as an example, public transportation or whatever. And you're in there with some people, you know, on a surface level, it's an automatic judgment because we all have some insecurities about us. And those insecurities project into the judgment of others as much as we don't want to admit it. That's just what it is. And, you know, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I don't even know why she's sitting there looking like that. And you're just making an assumption because a person looks a certain way or a person dresses or whatever the case is, you're making an assumption of that person. However, when your third eye is opening, you have a different sense of understanding. It's like you can look at that person and really read what is going on, truly read the room, as they call it. Right. And you're like, you know, she really looks sad. You know, I, you know, she's doing all of this um, extravagance, you know, what I'm saying because you can tell when someone is dressed for beauty purposes and for confidence reasons and you can tell the people that are trying to seek attentions they want to be seen you know we people make uh seeking attention to be a bad thing it's it's something else you know they need they want to be seen and you look more deeper and then you figure hey you know they probably as a child was never seen because you do have these little uh states these old people sayings that um uh, speak when not spoken to or something like that or you know uh, uh, be seen and not heard and all of these crazy things that they say to their children and don't understand how that affects the adult you know remember that when we are angry or when we have um, have an emotional outburst you know emotional intelligence tells us that is that little child that is within that needs to be healed in that moment and if I'm bursting out all of a sudden because I'm looking I'm sitting here on the bus and I'm looking like this and then somebody I catch somebody looking at me and I just start going off you know it's like okay I was just looking at you but then again you automatically think that I must be thinking something ill of you because of the little child that's not healed within you so we start to see things in a deeper level and in a more compassionate way instead of automatically just judging somebody off rip about oh how they do this and how they do that and all this other stuff you just have a deeper understanding um, two, your connections to the universe is much more powerful. It's like you feel like you just want to be outside. It's like you can, the breeze feels different. The wind feels different. The, you know, you can hear the, 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 the flapping of the wings of the birds way in the sky type thing. You know, you know, being outside feels different. You want to be in nature all of the time. You know, you just have a, just a deeper connection with the universe and the earth and the things that are going uh, going a, a, around you you know it's like uh it's just not so you're not, it's, you're not taking it for granted like when you walk out you truly are thankful for the air that is going through your lungs because you understand that you know this air goes in and it cleanses and it comes out and brings out carbon monoxide and things that don't need to be you know uh too much inside of us keeping a balance a homeostasis like everything works together you know and we start to understand those things and you know people call people nerds and things like that but you just your knowledge and the vastness of it just becomes just just 
like open like it's like the world just you just came out here you know you're like dang i'm 42 but i didn't see the world like this here that's the type of thing i'm speaking on number three the chaos you can be in the i always use the example you, a monk can be in the middle of Times square and still find peace that's where you are a person you ever see a person um people arguing and you see a person just going slap off and then one one of the other person that that's getting gone off on per se they're just sitting there looking at the other person like <laughs> really you know and it's truly not bothering them at all you don't see them ruffling you don't see their jaws moving or you don't see no veins in their necks or their hands balling up or fit they just standing there nice and calm and then they just okay are you are you finished you know, the soft answer turneth away wrath. That is a real thing, <laughs> okay? You may not think you do. You're probably like, yeah, I've tried that before. And and boy, she kept going off. Okay, but did she shut up eventually? It didn't say it's going to do it quickly. It just said it will turn away the wrath. Because again, after a while, they start to feel silly. You're doing all of this. You you done turned over everything in the room. You done did all of this. And you're sitting there just as calm. And after a while, they you know, forget it. And they go on about their business. Instead of you engaging and adding more fuel to that fire, it makes no sense. So just calmly, when they say when the fire comes, you see how cool Chef Ramsey be when they be lighting fires in Hell's Kitchen? You just take the lid and you just put it right there and put it on them. Because if you don't give nothing, no oxygen, you don't give it no air, the fire can't spread. Remember that. And the next time somebody wants to argue with you, don't give it no oxygen. And oxygen comes right out your mouth. If you open your mouth and you go and keep on answering them and oh why don't say nothing. Don't say anything. Just sit there and in your in your in your peace. And that is how you know that you are getting to the point of being awakened because things that would set you off, think little things that would bother you, you know, because of course we're taught that oh you can't be no punk and you gotta say you gotta say something, you gotta this and you gotta that. It's like so, the wiser thing as we got older, they told us to choose your battles. Okay, there are things that just are way more important than arguing with somebody about why they didn't take the trash out or why did they look at you like that or them stepping on your new nights. Okay, so it's just like, come on, choose your battles. What's more important and what do you want to waste your oxygen on? You want to just burn up, just cut the oxygen off your gut feelings, your intuition. You know, they want to call it gut feeling and all of that stuff. But your intuition, it is stronger, way stronger. Like you just like when you get a little feeling here and there and you're like, oh, I figured that that was going to happen. And then now it's like more and more vivid. And you're just like, oh, my God, I just said that that was going to happen. Or I just said so-and-so name and here they come calling me. Or I just did this and that. It's way more stronger. You know, when you, you're going out and something say happen, you don't need to go out. Your intuition tells you, no, do not go out. And then you decide not to go out. Then you look on the news later and there was a shootout at the place that you went to. Like we have, we all have this going on. And even for those that are not practicing any spiritual religion or, or any type of nothing, you know, we still have this. It's still there. You know, you hear people always say, something told me. It's you told you. It was you telling you. And some people choose to tap in more and more to that because what you give life to is what, what manifests. And if you start tapping into that side of you and you start opening those gifts, because we all have spiritual gifts, okay? 
and you start tapping into that and you start giving it more focus and you start being becoming more aware because the third eye chakra is the center of your spiritual awareness this is where you know that you saw that 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 person walk by you and if just just because your cousin them didn't see it doesn't mean you did not see that spirit walking by does not mean that you see this person that's standing next to the person at the table next to you and you're like do they not see that lady standing there like you are not crazy at all okay they want to say that you're crazy no you are just spiritually awakened you're spiritually aligned you your gift decided that it needed to activate okay and you know it can be scary at first of course because of course if especially if you're in you know if you're born in, in in religion and things like that they try to tell you these things are demonic and things like that but you didn't wake up you was clapping in the church and then all of a sudden you seen the spirit sitting next to the pastor how was that your fault that means it needed to be wake awakened at that moment and it's, it's it's you tap into it and you you do whatever it is that you need to do because it ain't no different from them coming to tell you, well, I prophesy that, I declare and I decree that. Okay, why is it that it's picking and choosing that only certain people can prophesy or certain people can do this or that? That is the most falsest thing in the world. And that's how they keep you under control. For you to believe that only a pastor, a reverend, people that have all these titles, remember the people that are taught in these, in, in, in these institutions, of religion they're taught in a seminary written by oppressors it is what it is so do do with it what you will okay but study to show thyself approved there are a lot of pastors and a lot of people that are in the religious community that are waking up you know they almost crucified Creflo Dollar when he came back and apologized about trying to push tithing on people when tithing ain't even supposed to be a thing and he broke it down gave gave context 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 to it but for those pastors that use that for their money and their cadillacs and their houses and their children's uh college funds that was a problem for them and they basically crucified that man but i applaud him because he could tell the truth when you realize that you're wrong in something that's that's spiritual awakening that's why i say i choose spirituality over religion because religion will have you sitting there dead wrong dead wrong but you don't see pride and pride is a what a a seven deadly sin at that according to religion so you're gonna sit there and be dead wrong instead of doing the right thing and going against the grain that's what's wrong people are afraid to go against the grain but and when you spirit when you walk by the spirit we walk by faith not by sight right Mm -hmm. the spirit you walk in the spirit and you don't have time to yes if you lose everybody it doesn't matter because you didn't come here for all of that okay you didn't come here to have 99,000 fake friends around you than to have one person that got your back and say yep man you did the right thing let's walk on about this building people will sit there in that that those teachings dead wrong until the day they die knowing that struggling with the truth struggling because they do not want to go against the grain absolutely not the fifth thing your dreams are vivid and way more meaningful way more meaningful you start to just see 
things you start to recall them even if you don't even have a, a dream journal really you just sit there and you can just spew it out like oh my god and this and that and da, 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 and you just remember all of these things because they have meaning and there's messages that are directly to you this world is a spiritual world there is a physical there is a spiritual and no matter what you practice that fact is just what it is there are multi dimensions there are multi planets there are multiple universes there are multiple galaxies we cannot sit here and act like it is one way or the highway one this or one that and all of this stuff we are one yes but the fact remains is is spiritual everything can be linked back to spirituality that is not a demonic word why is it a demonic word when people separate it from the word religion? The word spirit has been here way before the word religion. Okay. The, 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 the point is for us to heal. The point is because once you become, once you start to heal, you start to, your eyes are opening. You start to feel better. You start to feel more confident. You start to have more energy to do more things, to research, to, to, uh, change your life and to do things and you just start glowing and unfortunately in this world it seems like people got a problem with people's glow up and that just tells you that a lot of people have some closed up energy points because if you're vibrating high again I always use the example of if we go to a wedding if we go to uh, even a, a block party or whatever the case is, a quinceanera, or you go to uh, a birthday party or whatever the case is, everybody is there for the same reason. So everybody is there to celebrate the one person. So everybody's vibrating on the same thing until somebody ain't. <laughs> and then you realize that here comes the hater because there's always one or 12, you know, in the building. But then everybody is happy. Everybody don't have time to be worried about who's wearing what. Why, who, who she came with. Oh, no, he didn't come with Jill and his wife at home. All of this stuff. You don't have time for all of that because we're here to celebrate someone and their accomplishment or whatever the case was. And that's where we got to get back to. We got to get back to the point of being in a space where you are celebrated, not tolerated. Many of us are sitting in places that we know we don't have no seat at. It's like you sitting at a table that got four seats and you trying to squeeze yourself on in there and it's already four people sitting there. They did not get up to offer you no, no chair, but you still steady trying to squeeze yourself in between them. Stop being in places where you are only being tolerated. If a person cannot tell you straight up how they feel about you, if they love you, if they don't love you, if they your friend, if they not your friend, if you piss them off, if you whatever, if a person can't be factual about anything concerning you, then you're in a place where you're being tolerated. Stop worrying about time and about, oh, the time you've wasted in a relationship and all this and all of that. You didn't waste nothing because time don't exist. Okay? It don't. So it's like you, when you get and you grasp that concept, that time does not exist. It is a time made, a time, a man-made construct to keep you on a hamster wheel. You will stop thinking about that stuff 
and stop keeping yourself in these places where you are not being celebrated, where you are not being loved properly. True love does not have to be taught to nobody. You don't have to beg nobody to love you. You don't have to try to change nobody to love you. You don't have to be trying to change yourself to be loved. It's either you take me as I am or don't take me at all. And this is why the powers that be, haters, low vibrating entity folk, don't want people to heal and be happy out here and open up these chakras because if you get to that point, all that, all, half these relationships will be ended. I swear 85% of these relationships out here would be done data because you'll start to see your worth. You'll start to trust that if you leave that relationship today, yeah, you might shed one little, two little tears about it, but you're going to be all right. Like Kendrick said, you're going to be just fine because nobody gives you happiness but yourself and nobody gives suffering to yourself but yourself. When are we going to stop choosing sufferation and truly start to choose ourselves? There is nothing wrong with you choosing you. You can still choose you and be a dad. You can still choose you and be a mom. You can still choose you and be a daughter, a son, whatever. It don't make you selfish because you're choosing yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, how you gonna love somebody else? What you gonna do for somebody else? You can't do nothing for nobody when you all broke up. We need to tap into these chakras. Open up that root chakra. Open up that sacral, that solar plex, that solar plexus. Open up that throat chakra. Open up that, that heart chakra. Open up the third eye. It is time to wake up. And that means wake up from everything. Wake up from the pain that you had to deal with as a child, the suffering that you went through, the heartbreaks that you went through. Start to start to process them and understand them and understand that, hey, that person might not have had the right resources or whatever the case was. And it's all love. It's all love because, hey, you didn't know what you was doing either. And you thank them that they gave you the freedom and space and that little heartbreak that they, they caused in the moment. Because what you doing now, you surviving, you still breathing out here. And sometimes it's okay to be by yourself. Because we all, you all want somebody to warm next to us and somebody to laugh and kiki with. But at the end of the day, laughing and kiki to have somebody warm with or have somebody to have sex with, is it worth your heart? Is it worth you being mistreated and talked to any kind of way? Is it okay for you to be loved, not even partially, but just a speck of love from somebody? Like if a person don't even love they self-trust, they can't love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that is just the truth. If a person cannot love themselves and they're not willing to do the work to heal themselves or do the work with you to heal, then they don't. It, it just you, you got to let it go. And because you let something go, that means you've given up on somebody. Absolutely not. It means you putting you first. Because when we're in these relationships, we tend to put ourselves to the side so that we can take care of someone else. And you cannot take care of nobody if you're not truly healed yourself. You can't pour into no cup when you ain't got nothing to pour into it. And then the more you keep trying, the more they don't give a damn because they don't know what that is, what you're doing. If I can't love you, then you trying to love me, don't. I don't recognize that because I don't even know what it is. 
So I'm going to continue to push you away, continue to talk to you greasy out the side of my neck, continue to disrespect you, continue to do all those things because that's what I was taught that love was. And here you come trying to be nice and that junk don't do nothing to me because I don't, I'm, I think you got a motive because that's what I'm taught because I'm hurt because I have all these chakras all blocked up. I don't have no good energy flowing nowhere in my body. And so when you come in with some good stuff, hey, I feel like you, you what's your motives? What's your motives is, son? What you trying to do? Like, why are you so nice? You hear women ask men that all the time. Why are you being so nice to me? You hear men ask women that too. Why are you trying to take care of me? What's, what's up? Because they don't know what that is. We need to open our chakras. We need to get down to the root of things. Start from the bottom to the top. And really open these centers. Either heal and do the work with one another or break it off and do it by yourself. If you love somebody, you let them go. And if they are to come back to you, it was meant for you. Because what's meant for you is going to be yours. It don't matter how long it takes. Because remember, divine timing is very important and very real. Because spirit knows what you need and when you need it. The society has taught us that everything has to be microwavable, I get to do whatever I want, when I want, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you got the free will to do that. But imagine if your energy points were open and you were truly healed. You would know and you would be able to tell somebody off the glass, hey, brother, I thank you for the compliment, but I know right now I'm just not in the space to be with no one. I really don't want to be in a relationship. So <laughs> thank you so much. And you can go on about your business. Instead of coming from a hurt place, and you're trying to find anything to numb that pain, and you just jump into that relationship just because you want to feel the pain. You want to feel that pain um, hurt circle or, or spot. You know, you don't. it's not that you want to be in a relationship. It's not that you want the love because, again, you don't know what that is. You're just trying to fill the void. That's the word I was looking for, the void of the pain. That's what you're doing. So you fill it up with a marriage. You fill it up with babies. You fill it up with boyfriend. You fill it up with girlfriend. And then you look 12 years down the line and you're like, why, why am I here? How did I get here? Hold up. What happened? Yeah. Making those unemotional, those emotional, unintelligent decisions. You were in an emotional state. And so you went ahead and you dive first in this pool knowing you can't swim. Now you're drowning. And then you look back and say, well, I got these babies now. We done got this house now. I don't waste all this time, so I might as well stay here. Then y'all sit there, treat each other like shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> but nobody wants to be the first to say goodbye, knowing that that's what y'all need to do. Come on, man. We got to stop this. We got to stop the cycle. So those are the little five signs of your chakras opening. And that's just my final ramble of this week. Tap into those center, those energy points. They are there and they are real. They are real. Visualize, focus, detox yourself, ground yourself, sit in some silence. I was watching this Christmas and on the billboard of the shelter, if anybody hasn't seen the movie, go watch it. <laughs> but the shelter was a very important piece. 
And this quote, I leave you with. Our prime reason on this earth is to help others. And if you can't help them, then don't hurt them. Think about that. Your prime reason on this earth is to help someone else. And if you cannot help them, then do not hurt them. Are you in a relationship where you're actually hurting someone, whether you're purposely doing it or not? Knowing you really don't want to be in this relationship? Are you out here just having children and, you know, you're not you're not emotionally ev- available to them as they keep trying to get your, your, your attention and you can't give it to them? Don't hurt them and don't hurt yourself. Let's tap into our wisdom and our intuition. Let us open these chakras and it is important for us to heal so that the world be a better place. Peace. podcast was brought to you by executive producer Katia Bowers. You can find her on Instagram at underscore MRS dot B-O-W-E-R-S underscore that's at underscore Mrs. Dot Bowers underscore. Creative director Caprice Wells. You can find him on Instagram at Caprice Wells. That's C-A-P-R-E-E-C-E-W-E-L-L-S or at his legacy podcast on Instagram. Check out his podcast, His Legacy Podcast, on Spotify, YouTube, and TikTok. And of course, your girl, She Rambles, your host. You can find me on TikTok and on Instagram at The Ramble Within Podcast. You can get the podcast on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Google, Amazon Music, and Pandora. And join us on Mondays for our Magnetic Mondays, Wednesdays for the Midweek Ramble, and Fridays for our Final Ramble of the Week. Thank you for your listening ears and your support. Peace. Don't forget to like, share, and follow.